bless you welcome on today we have a great lesson with paul and silas i want to welcome you to yes and amen you church with pastor derek fletcher derek fletcher and yanni fletcher sit back relax as we get plugged in and get started enjoy the music while we are plugging in and getting started All right, welcome everyone. Can everyone see me? Yes. All right. All right, thank you. Uh, we thank God for today. All right, we're gonna ask, who wants to pray? Derek or Yanni? Me. Okay, I'm mute. <clears throat> Father God, we thank you all today for giving us grace. Thank you for keeping us hard and healthy, Father God. Father God, we pray to keep mom safe, to keep that house safe, Father God. Thank you for protecting us from stealers, stealers, and destroyers, Father God. We thank you for protecting us throughout our lifetime, throughout our throughout the hard times. Father God, we thank you that we are protected in your name. Father God. Let us learn something that will change us, that will motivate us, that will give us the strength and the words to rise up in your word, God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. All right. How's my picture? Am I still looking good in there? You can see me pretty good. All right. Thank you for the prayer. All right, let's look at the lesson on today. 
All right, so the Philippian jailer. So on today, we're going to share about Paul and Silas and the events that led them up to being in prison and then what they did while they were in prison. Not only that, we will also share how they witnessed to the jailer and the jailer was saved in the name of the Lord Jesus. And so sit back, relax as we share this awesome, awesome story. Uh, this awesome word, uh, not a fairy tale, but an awesome word in the name of Jesus. So thank you and enjoy the Lord on today. All right. So the Philippian jailer. So today we want to share a life action from the early church and so that you can understand the real things that were happening during that time. We want to ex expose you, the students, uh, to a lesson on stories that may be unbelievable, uh, but they took place and they're from the book of Acts. And so also we want to show the importance of sharing the gospel with others. So it's essential, it's totally a given that we should share the gospel message with others, amen. So areas that we will explore are boldness, commitment, courage, difficulties, evangelism, following Jesus, gospel, persecution, and trials. Okay, Acts 16 and 25 says this, Acts 16 and 25 says, about the midnight hour, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. Again, Acts 16, 25, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. Was there a question? Was that just speak up? It did. Okay, get back in. So again, it says in Acts 16 and 25, round about the midnight, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing songs to God and the other prisoners. We're listening to them. All right. 
All right, you guys ready to repeat after me? Can everybody, is everyone in? Yes. Okay, good. Acts 16 and 25. So unmute your mic. I Acts 16 and 25. Acts 16 and 25. About midnight, Paul and Silas. About midnight, Paul and Silas. Were praying and singing hymns to God. We're praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. And the other prisoners were listening to him. All right. Okay, we already have prayer. All right, so they were singing, praying and singing hymns. And the other prisoners were listening. All right. Let's scroll down. We're going to uh, screen capture this and just, okay, you can like pause your screen and, and read through this and uh, maybe come back and, and do the activity or work it out. So, so pause for a minute. Amen. Praise God. You're back. Let's also capture this right here, the getting started. Okay, you can pause and read through this. Amen. Welcome back. And it says getting started. It says some things are hard to believe. We have been going through the by the book of Acts and studying even events that can be hard to comprehend. We continue with today with the with the sharing of scripture about Paul and Silas, a slave girl, and an uneventful prison break. I mean, unlikely, excuse me, an unlikely prison break. Before we start, I want to take a quick vote. Which of these is the hardest for you to believe? Okay, I'm going to read them. That someone is in prison, and someone in prison would be singing and praising God, that someone freed from prison would stay in their cell voluntary and that someone would share the gospel with their captors. All right, so which one of these do you think and uh, is the hardest for you to believe? Number All right. Two. Okay, for number two, why, Derek? Why number two? Because usually... When you're free, you just you just want to get out of there and bowl out. Not know, not just like staying in there and saying, "Nope." Okay. Okay, just like no, I'm not staying. Okay, Yanni, which one for you?
Uh, All right, did you unmute? Are you still on? Oh. No. Uh, that some the same as Derek that someone freed from prison would stay in their cell voluntarily. Okay. All right. Okay. So what is crazy about the passage we will study today is that all three of these things happen. Okay. So all three of them. All right. So. Okay, so I'll read the first verse. You know, I'll read verse 16 through 18. And then Derek, you read 19, 20, 21. And then Yanni, you read 21. I mean, 22, 23, and 24. So we'll read 3, 3, and 3, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. So in 16, verse 16. So this is Acts 16, verse 16. It says, once... When we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting. These men were servants of the Most High God who were telling, who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, in the name of Jesus, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. All right. When her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and, and Silas. 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 Silas, sorry. And dragging into the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the ma magistrate. magistrate and said, These men are Jews and are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs, unlawful advocating. advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice. Yanni, 22. Unmute, make sure you're unmute. The unmute. crowd joined the attack against Paul and Silas and the magistrate 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 ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. 
after they had been severely, severely, severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet. In the, in the stocks. So they were put in jail. Okay, so this is all just background. So we will cover it quickly. Okay. So why do Paul and Silas get in trouble, Derek? Bum, 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 bum. Uh, because they thought... Um, uh, the spirit that was uh, leaving the prison body. Okay, so they cast out the spirit, right? It said, in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. Right? Yeah. And so that caused the other, caused the men not to make money off of her. So, Yanni, what do you, what do the magistrates demand in verse 22? What do they say? He demanded that they be uh thrown them be stripped and beaten with rods. Wow, so they received a beat down with rods. Wow. It's awful lot of stuff, huh? So what happened to these two disciples next? What happened to them next? They were, after they were thrown in prison, they were fasted. To ankles in the stock, their feet in the stock, right? So they were put, they were not just, just put in prison. They were put in the inner cell of the prison. That means they weren't on the outside. They were in the center, the innermost part of the prison. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the inner cell by its very nature was the best guarded and most isolated of places. So it was a place where they it was impossible. And if they did break out, they had to go from the center, the most well-guarded place, out to other places in the prison. So the, the chance of them breaking free was slim to none okay but because the odds were stacked so high against them we will examine we will examine the next part of this case closely right so they were put from the position of humanly impossible from the human stance, from the human mind, it was impossible for them to be able to get out of this and to break free. Okay, so the inner cell. Okay, okay. So Derek, you'll read five verses and then Yanni will read five verses. So 21, 2, 3, 4, 5. All right, so Derek, you're going to read verse 25 through 29. 
And then, Yanni, you're going to read 30 through 34, okay? Okay. Round about the hour. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. About mid midnight, Paul and Cyrus were praying and singing hymns. Hymns. Hymns to God. Hold on, hold on. So, so they were in prison. They were in the innermost part. And what were they doing? Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. They were praying and they were singing hymns. My God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. Well, that's not a hymn, but I just used that as an example. So they were praying and what? Singing hymns. All right, go ahead, Derek. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing the hymn to God and the other prisoners were and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At, at once all the prisoner doors fell open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself. Because he thought the prisoners had escaped. So Paul shouted, Don't harm yourself. You are all here. The jailer called for light rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Cyrus. All right. So he then, he then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I what, Hold on. What did he say? Once he figured out, because he was going to do what? He was going to kill himself. He's like, oh, they gone. I'm in trouble. And Paul said, well, he said, hey, don't harm yourself. We're still here. And he looked with the light. He saw both of them. And he was nervous. He was like, whoa. All right, go ahead. They replied, believe in the Lord and you will be saved. You and your household. Then they spoke the word of God to him and to all the other, others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. And immediately he and all his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God and he and his whole household. Okay. So he took them. To his house, he washed their wounds, and they had meal together. And they said, "You and your whole household is going to be saved." So that joy, he was filled with joy. Amen. And because he had believed in God. Wow, isn't that like awesome? Is that like is that almost like believable today? The door was open. And they could have left, but they today, stayed. Today, when it's a girl, people just rush out to get out of there. They just, just rush out, huh? Yep. 
But of course, uh, the uh, officers don't kill themselves. Right. They try to keep the inmates in. Okay. Okay, so after being after being beaten and thrown in jail and having their feet fastened to stocks, what are Paul and Silas doing? What what are they doing? All right, Yanni, what's happening? After being being beaten and thrown in jail and having their feet fastened to stocks. What are Paul and Silas doing? So Oh Lord, come by here. Oh Lord, come by here. Need you, Jesus. Come by here. Need you, Jesus. And come by here. So they're praying and singing. Okay, Derek, so who's listening? Everyone. 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 Lottie Dottie, everyone. That includes the prisoners, the guards, and they're like, hey, what's going on? Okay, so what happens next, Yanni? They praying. Okay, the guards listening. Everybody's listening. So what happens next? Is there like an angel that comes to break them out or set them free or open the door? What happens next? What happens? Everybody get the Holy Ghost. What about my show? Bye. An earthquake. Oh, an earthquake? All right, a big earthquake hits the prison. And what does an earthquake do? It opens It opens the door and loosens every chain in the jail. You get that? Not just their chain, every door. It said every door. It loosens every chain in the jail. And back then, the chief of the guards was responsible. So if anyone escaped, it was his responsibility to get them. Or if they escaped and they couldn't capture them, right? His life was at risk. Okay, so do any of the prisoners escape, Derek? No. No. So why would the jailer have attempted suicide? What do you think? No. Because it was probably going to be. Oh. No, no, no. That's that's from the previous one. So he's going to attempt suicide. Why, Yanni? I mean, oh, Derek was going to answer that. Maybe because he thought the people had left, right? The prisoners were gone. And the people and the uh, perhaps the uh, king would be uh, mad at him and want to, like, say, off. think so? Okay. Okay. So he, he is in charge of the prisoners, right? Right. And ultimately, uh, if, if they would have escaped, then his bosses would have had, held him accountable by taking his life. 
right? So he's like, shoot, man, I'm about to, you know what? I'm okay. So the jailer, what most, what must I do to be saved? So the jailer asked the question, Yanni. He said, what must I do to be saved? He said, why would he ask? Why would he ask that of all the things he could have asked or said? Why would he ask to be saved or have salvation? What do you think? Because he saw how God had set them free from the uh from the cells. Okay. Because of the earthquake. All right, all right. So I'm so he I'm, wanted to be saved. Okay, okay. Both of them. Okay, okay. So I'm reminded of a song and I'm gonna sing it. I I, I learned this song when I was a kid and I grew up in Augusta, Georgia, in this place called um the church was named Greater Mount Canaan. And this artist, he came there. He was doing a music workshop. His name was, I think it was James Big Don. And he says, I'm on the road to heaven. It's not a battle field of ease. Grace, that's all I need to run this race. I don't want to stop till I get to heaven. I got to go on to see my Lord. Grace. So, so we need... God's grace and his favor. And let's see what, what it says. And so he had probably heard Paul and Silas, right? And hey. so he is wondering why they do not escape. He heard them singing and praying, right? So he heard them doing some things and and and, and everything. So so how does the night end, Derek? So what happens? Basically, um, he's, he, um, no, wait, it was Paul. Um, so, so he invites them or, or has them to go to his house, right? Yeah, but also, um, um, uh, hold on. It was in my head. I'm sorry, I forgot. All right. So. Oh, yes. Um, okay. It was that he, uh, um, it was that he was going to kill himself. Okay. But it doesn't end with I mean, him killing I mean, himself. Uh, I meant to say. Didn't uh, he invite them to his house? And what they yeah. do? What did he do at his house? He mended, they mended his wounds, and they had food and fellowship, right? Right. Right? How did it end? I didn't say how it started. And so I'm they sorry. had go ahead. I I was going to say like Paul Scotland. Okay. Okay, Paul stopped him from killing himself. So it didn't end in him killing himself. It ended in a Jesus come to Jesus celebration, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Jesus did it. So Jell and whole household believed in Christ. And they were what? 
baptized in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So Paul and Silas are just minding their own business when a slave girl with an evil spirit began to bother them and they cast out that evil spirit, which causes a commotion and the two disciples are land in prison. Yanni, they go to prison and they sit in prison, freshly beaten and newly captive, right? And then they pray and sing. And God miraculously gain, grants them what? Freedom. Freedom. Right? Freedom. Right. Then take their this freedom as an opportunity to convert the Jala and his whole family. Not bad, right? For a night's work, right? Right. Not bad. Not bad at all. So let's make it real. So give God the glory in trials, okay? So many parts of this passage are hard to comprehend, but we learn a great deal about life and about what Paul and Silas had to work through, okay? So what are the bad things that happened to Paul and Silas in this passage? Yanni, what happened to him? The bad things that happened to Paul and Silas in jail, in jail because you fell. You got beat from the seat down, from your head to your toes, from your crown to your sound. You got beat down. So what else? They got stripped and beat. And they got put in shackles. Yep. And stocks, right? Yeah. And not to mention the reports. So Derek, how do you think these two found the capacity to sing from their jail cell? The Holy Spirit. Huh? The Holy Spirit. Oh, the Holy Spirit, okay. Jesus, oh, Jesus. So unshakable faith, resolve to spread the gospel no matter what. What about that? That's me. To share the gospel no matter what. No matter what. No matter what condition I'm in, whether I'm on punishment, whether I get a spanking, whether I am in the most difficult situation, right? They chose to share the gospel. So if you were in their shoes, Derek, how would you have reacted? Well, honestly, I'd also sing as well. You would what? You'd sing too? I pray mm -hmm. and sing from the highest bidder. 
Let's see what's happening here. Let's see. Okay. So all students can share honest encouragement. Okay, Yanni. So what would you have prayed for if you had been held captive like Paul and Silas? I would have prayed to God for the get me out of prison. Okay. All right. For what do you think they pray? For what do you think they pray? They prayed to God. Help, help save me. Help save me, Lord. Okay. So praises may be an opportunity to share the gospel. Praying for God to be glorified on my knees, Lord. I think I might be saying the wrong ones. Be glorified, be glorified today. So when we face trials, Derek, it is easy to get discouraged, yeah. right? When we face trials, it's easy to get, get discouraged. Track injuries, uh, not doing so well in math or English. Yanni, uh, nobody likes me at school, right? It's easy when you're facing trials to get discouraged. But you have to get back to it. You have to lean into it. You guys got me? And don't yeah. ever quit. It's a test of your faith. It's the test of your fortitude to stick it out and to push through, right? However, our mission during trials is no different than when all is well, so we don't quit and we glorify Jesus. We glorify Jesus, right? What would Jesus do? Jesus wasn't a quitter. He didn't look at his situations and surroundings and allow them to dictate the outcome of his life, right? Paul and Silas didn't either. They didn't allow being stripped and beaten 
and then put in the inner parts of the jail. They didn't let those things keep them from those areas that would bring joy to others. All right, let's take a look at that. Romans 5, 3 through 5. Okay, um, okay, Derek, read that, please. Read right there. Oh, okay, then. Sorry, right there. Read that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got to zoom in. Not only so. Not, not only so, but we also glory in our suffering. Because. Uh, because. Yes, but I'm just processing that. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance. Perseverance, character. Character, hope. Character and hope. Okay, hold, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. So. In hard times and suffering, suffering, and if we don't quit and we lean in, it pro gives produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, and character, hope. Right? It's like a chain reaction, right? Right. But if you quit and you just don't do anything, there's no chain reaction. There's no nothing. There's, there's no perseverance. There's nothing. Okay, go ahead, Derek. Five. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts. Through so the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit. Sorry, the cursor is in the way. I can't. There we go. Through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Through the Holy. So the Holy Spirit is a tool. It's a gift that's given to us, Yanni and Derek. Okay, so use your freedom to be enslaved to Christ and his kingdom. Not to not to uh, situations that don't seem to be favorable for you. Not to world things of quitting and not producing what God called you to produce. Okay, so even when Paul and Silas chains fell off, they knew they were still bound. However, they weren't being held captive by earthly magistrates. They were bound by the gospel to serve Jesus and advance his kingdom. So, Paul, and he says, he says, I'm a, I'm a prisoner for righteousness. I'm a prisoner for Christ, right? And so if I'm a, I'm a prisoner for Christ and for righteousness, right? That means a natural part of prison can't hold me. It can't steal my joy. It can't interrupt what God has already placed down on the inside of me. I just obey and serve him. 
and I am a prisoner to the good news of Jesus Christ and the hope and the call of his glory. Okay, um, Yanni, read Romans 6, 18, please. Can you see it? You have set free from sin and have been slaves to righteousness. So you have been set free from what? From sin. You've been set free from sin, Derek. You've been set free from sin, Yanni. Both of you claim Jesus as Lord over your lives, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. And so now you're slaves of righteousness. Yep. Yes. What do you think it means to be a slave for righteousness? It means to doing be anything for God. Okay, so doing anything for God. So God's your first choice, and that's who you look to, and that's who you point to. So how is, okay, what is the result of being a slave to sin? If you're a slave to sin, the result is you're going to hell. Right? Right. Let's see here. Right? So here it is. So sin harms you. Sin is evil. Sin results in bad consequences. Sin leads to death. And it leads to a one-way trip to hell. So how is being a slave to righteousness a slave of Christ different? How are they different? How are they different? Derek, be thinking, we come back to you. Well, Honestly, I can't save the righteousness and save the Christ. Well, I can't really see the difference, honestly, because they both serve one purpose, not to mention they are both basically on the same topic. They serve the two people and they serve the greater good of Christ. And that's okay. Yanni, you have something to say about that? Well, some slaves uh some slaves they are because well being slaves to righteousness is Being a slave and fighting for what you believe in, and being a slave of Christ. Well, it's hard to explain. Okay. All right, let's take a look here. So, Jesus wants what is good for us. Serving him unconditionally leads to good things. So that was really like a, um, 
really open, open, open-ended question. Kind of tough one to answer. Okay, so it is an interesting contrast in this passage from Acts 16. The girl is a slave, right? Bound by cruel masters who use her demonic gifts for profit. Paul and Silas are slaves as well, bound by Christ, by grace, and devoted to his glory. Yeah, I think, I think uh, this should have been unrighteousness instead of righteousness, I think. Anyway, so chain snapped off. Polycide's legs, but they did not run. Instead, they <laughs> took the chance to do the best thing and share the gospel, right? They took a chance. They took time out to do what they knew was the right thing and give glory to God. Am I right? Okay. So if you were in Paul and Silas' shoes, how would you interact with the jailer, Derek? Mm. How would I interact? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I already mentioned before that um, when we got in the jail cell, it automatically went to the top of my lungs for the word of God. Okay. But when I, but I, but when we say, if I was in their shoes, I would have been perhaps like, no, I actually would have been a bit nervous or terrified because jail could be a dangerous place. Okay. In, 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 in our world, we treat enemies harshly. Why is it hard to look at those who are against us with compassion? Yanni, when people don't agree or aren't with us, how, how can we do like Jesus did, show compassion on them anyway? So why is it so hard? Because some people don't believe in God and they, they uh, you want them to believe in God, but you can't force someone to do something. Okay. Why it's hard. Okay. But you can get through it just like God did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so why do you think, okay, in Paul and Silas' situation, why was this risky? I'll answer that. Okay, so it's risky because the lady followed them around. 
and they just kind of got tired of her and they cast a demonic impression off of her right and so that was kind of they they showed compassion they helped deliver her right from the from the demon okay so they have been locked up they had no way of knowing how the jailer would react. Oh, okay, okay, sorry about that. Okay, they're talking about here, the fact that they were in jail, but they didn't leave. So why do you think they did what they did, Derek? Why did, why did they stay instead of running like you recommended? Probably to show that they're more than just ordinary people. Okay. Okay, to show they were more than just ordinary people and that they fear God more than they fear men, right? Okay. So what was the result of them taking a chance, right? Somebody got saved, right? Several mm -hmm. folks came to Christ, right? Okay, so when we are willing to share the gospel with people who are risky with people who are risky to share it with. Okay. So things happen, right? When yeah. we are willing, I missed that keyword, when we are willing to share the gospel with people who are risky to share it with, small things happen? No. Big things. Big things happen. Okay, awesome. That's good. Right, it's a great lesson. And so we want to pray. We want to invite all students to pray out loud and to pray to God and to bind up the power of the enemy and to look to God and, and just be slaves of righteousness to the things of God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. And now we just lay aside the waste of the world. We lay aside the hidden agenda and we become servants of righteousness, slaves to you, Father God, and that we are able to witness and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And so we glorify you and we thank you on today. Amen. Thank you for tuning in uh, with us on today. Pastor Derek Fletcher with Yes and Amen Youth Church with Derek and Yanni Fletcher. God bless you, and we thank you for tuning in.